So, we are wrapping up this series, which is called Defining Love. Uh, I don't have the PowerPoint because we're in here, but each week we've talked about love and what it means, how it works in terms of communication, how it works in terms of paying attention to people that you love, how it works in terms of uh, growing that love and just understanding first and foremost that Jesus is the center of everything. That no matter what you do, no matter who you are, no matter where you go, no matter what you've been, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, Jesus loves you and that will never change no matter what. You can choose to turn away from that, but he will always love you even then and he will accept you back if you ask for forgiveness. Um, and how important that is to all of the other relationships that you have. Because if you start there, then you're not going to define yourself by other relationships or by other people. Because if you define yourself as the girlfriend, relationships break up. If you define yourself as the boyfriend, people go away. And if you define yourself in that, then you don't know who you are. And so you're always going from one to the other and et cetera, et cetera. And it gets really hard to figure out who you are one day. And then if you define yourself as a friend or as a daughter or as a student or as an athlete or as an Orioles fan or as a Bennett, any of those things, that, that will always change. That will always change. And so you define yourself by Jesus, by your identity in him, because that will not change. Um, and so this week we are going to talk about what love is and we're going to define it and then we're going to talk about the ladder and talk about some other things like that. So I'm going to start with 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. This is what love is. This is how God gave Paul love to define. Now Paul when he wrote this, knew that he had screwed up a lot in his life. He had murdered people, which is about as bad as you can do. And a lot of people didn't trust him. And yet, he still understood love because of that. He understood that Jesus forgave him. He understood that he could do more. He understood that he wasn't his mistakes. He understood that his identity had to be in Christ. So this is love. And we go through it all. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love is not boastful. Love is not rude. Um, I've said a lot that anybody who makes love conditional does not actually love you. They're just using you for whatever reason. So if somebody's like, you have to do this in order for me to love you, whether it's family or friend or boyfriend, girlfriend, that is not a relationship. That is just them, whatever. And so you should always be aware of who you are and what your values are. We talked last week about having a list of what you'd want in a husband or wife, what you'd want in a, a close friend, and how important it is to follow that, that list, even when dating, even with just making friends, because when love gets involved, it gets really tricky and things get involved and you grow together and all of that stuff. And so if you're not going in the same direction, uh, it's not going to work very long. One of the things that you've probably heard before in churches is not to be unequally yoked. And people will use that for different things. The reason you shouldn't date people outside of your faith is not because you think you're better than them or they think they're better than you or anything. It's because if you are a Christian and you want to be a Christian, you're trying to be a Christian, and you're dating someone who is not and they're not interested in that, then one of you is always going to be pressuring the other, and that's not fair to either of you. Um, and so anytime you want to help someone find faith, you want to help someone go to church, you want to help someone be stronger in their faith or become a Christian or, or any of that, it's better to be friends until after that, because once you get that relationship involved, it does not work. And I've talked about this story before. Um, when I coached tennis back in Seymour, there was a girl who was a strong Christian, and she got straight A's, and, and she was good on the tennis team, and she was amazing. And, and she was very quiet and, and, you know, not very confident, but she started dating this guy who was outside of the faith and did drugs and did all this stuff. 
and she fell in love with him. And so she started giving in to everything he wanted. She's the one that pulled away from church because it's always easier to not go to church. It's always easier to not follow what Jesus says. It's always easier to give up than it is to try, than it is to be better, than it is to be like him. And so she went like that. And then one time her friend is like, yeah, he's been cheating on you this whole time. And she literally took her to someone's house and had her call him. The guy came out and she's like, oh, well, we'll break up. But then two weeks later, they're back together because she was so caught up in the feeling of what people say love is. I make fun of things like the notebook all the time. If you take the notebook and you replace Ryan Gosling with me, it becomes a very creepy movie as opposed to a romantic movie because Ryan Gosling is super creepy in that movie. Uh, she's married and she has another relationship and he keeps writing her letters and he keeps bothering her and he keeps pushing her and he keeps pressuring her. They have nothing in common other than the fact that they're attracted to each other. And so if I know that the movie goes on to their lives, but in real life that would never work. And yet, because we see it in the movies, because we see that he's attractive and she's attractive, it's like, this is romantic, this is amazing. Or something like Cinderella, which is a wonderful story. But the prince, who she's very in love with, after only dancing with him once, does not even know what she looks like, because when he goes looking for somebody to fit the shoe, he has no idea who he's looking for. That's not love either. And we see this in movie and TVs and everything else. And we define love by attraction. We define love by needing someone. We define love by what they can offer us, by what we can offer them. This here tells us what love is, whether it's a friendship, relationship, family. Um, love is patient and kind. It doesn't mean that you're both perfect because you're not going to be perfect. The best marriages, the best relationships where both are Christians, they're going to have times where they struggle, where they argue, but they build it around Jesus so that they can work that out. They build it around this, this lifelong love uh, so they can go forward together and they can work things out. They can move that way. Um, it goes on to say that it, it doesn't lose faith. It's always hopeful. It endures through every circumstance. That doesn't mean you hang out all the time or, or you hold on to it all the time. Because honestly, if you're in a relationship and the only person you hang out with is the person you're in a relationship, that is unhealthy because you don't find who you are. You define yourself by that person. You become kind of this codependent same thing. You have to have other friends. You have to have your own time. You have to have your own interests. Because love is about more than just that feeling of being together. It's about more than just that feeling of holding hands. It's about more than just that feeling of having someone. And uh, we'll talk about dating in a second, but it's okay if you're not ready for that. It's okay if everybody, all of your friends are dating and you're not. What is more important is that you know who you are and that you love what you're doing and you try to be who you are. Um, I'm going to go to the next scripture, which is 1 Corinthians 13, 11 through 13. This is part of the same thing. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see, things, see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. Uh, but then I will know everything completely, just as God knows, now knows me completely. Three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. So at the beginning of any relationship, and we're going to go dating for a second. At the beginning of any relationship, it, it's magic, and it sparks, and it's amazing, and there's love. And it's like, oh, they're so beautiful, and oh, they're so kind, and everything's perfect. Nobody's perfect. So as you grow you're going to have issues where you argue. You're going to fight. Um, if, if you never have arguments, then really there's, you don't care. And that doesn't mean go pick arguments. It doesn't mean pick fights. It doesn't mean you have to have bad fights. It's just like you're going to disagree because you're separate people. But it's still in those early days, it's very magical. Uh, people talk about the honeymoon phase, whether it's dating or, or marriage or whatever. 
Um, it's also when a lot of people can make mistakes because you're so just caught up in the attraction and everything else. So I'm going to talk about something some of you guys have heard about, some of you have not. You're going to have to deal with it because that's what I do. And so I'm going to talk about the latter. And I'm going to use our very own Kayla and Bennett as an example because Kayla said I wouldn't. And I'm going to. And so when Kayla and Bennett first met and they first went out on a date and they first were like, oh, you know what, you're the guy I know from Fortnite. No, you're the girl that I know from Fortnite. This is so sweet, this is so cute. And they first, they first, they first started, hey, you asked for it, you have to listen. You, they first started dating. You know, they go out to, to a date, they're gonna go to the movies, and Bennett's all putting on cologne, and Kayla's putting on perfume, and they're so excited, because they're like, oh, this is so perfect, and oh, he's so perfect, and oh, she's so perfect. And then they go on the date, and then they, they're sitting in the movie, and they're watching, uh, Avatar and they're watching the movie and, and you know Kayla's sitting there and she's like looking over at him and Bennett's looking over at her and Bennett puts his hand on the armrest and kind of puts his pinky out a little bit and she does that and then their pinkies touch and it's fireworks and they're so excited because they're holding hands and it's so fun and it's so magical and, and then they hold hands and it's like all, they don't know what the rest of the movie happened although usually Kayla doesn't anyway because she has too many questions but they don't know what the rest of the movie is going on because they're so caught up they're so caught up, they're so caught up in holding hands and it's so magical and it's so special because they, because they have feelings and, and they're holding hands. And so then the next time they go out, they hold hands immediately because they've done that and they're comfortable with it. And so the next big step is that first kiss. And so, you know, they go and they go to the grocery store and to Target because that's their next big date. And they're going through the stores and they're picking out apples and bananas and all this stuff so that Bennett can sing a special song about apples and bananas. And so they're going through, and then Bennett takes her home, and he walks her up to the door, and you know, Kayla's kind of jingling her keys, and, or, and, and yes, she's jingling her keys, and she's sitting there, and Bennett's like, you know, he's sweating, and like he has a, a um, he has a gray shirt on that is basically black, because he's just sweating through it, he's so nervous, and, and so worried, but he's so like happy, because you know, they've been holding hands the whole time, and he's standing there, she's jingling her keys, and so he goes, he's like, okay, I'm going to go 90 so she can come 10. I'm going to go 90 so she can come 10. And so they kiss, and it's like, it's like fireworks go off. It's magical, and it's amazing, and it's powerful, and it's love. Listen, listen. So when they held hands, it's amazing. When they kiss for the first time, it's amazing. But now the third day, they kiss right away. That's what the ladder is. You see, a lot of people say... I want to save myself for marriage. I want to save myself for something special. I want to know who I am before I do something like that. But they go straight up the ladder because once you hold hands, that's not special anymore. It might be nice, but it's not special. You're going to do it every time because that's where you stop. That's what you know the line is, so you keep going. And then you kiss, and it's like you kiss every time now because you've done it and you're comfortable. And so the higher you go up the ladder, a lot of people are like, I want to save myself. They don't realize what they're doing until they're already at the end of the ladder. Because you can't just say, I'm going to save myself and then act like everything's normal. You have to have this talk. Now, I get that when relationships first start, it's very awkward. I get that hearing about it from me, who is old, is very awkward. But it is so important to have this talk with the person. And if the person is like, I don't want to talk about that, that tells you something about them. If the person is like, yeah, I don't like your mind, I don't care about that, that tells you something about the person because it has to be somebody that you trust, somebody that you feel safe with, somebody that loves what you love, somebody that is willing to stop and you talk and you make the line. You say, we will not go past this. And then you have to keep yourself in situations where you don't 
uh, feel tempted to go past that. So it's like you don't go away together for the weekend and stay at Vegas together. It's like, come on. And so things like that. Uh, sorry, Cooper. But it's, it's like things like that. But the important thing is you work it out together because this talks about love. When we're kids, which is when we're first in relationships, everything is about love. And I want love and I want a relationship and I want this and I want that. And once you're in the middle of that, it feels intoxicating. And so if you don't have a line, you're going to have moments where it just feels like the only thing that matters is that person. But if you have a line, you're willing to talk, you're building something more than just feeling, you're building something more than just attraction, you're building something real, you're discussing things, you're talking things, you're finding out about each other, and then you grow together, because that is where we become adults, that is where we become big kids, that is where we become people, where we understand that it's more than that fleeting attraction. The world is so much about just, that person's hot, so I want to date them, that person's hot, so I want to date them. I have had parents come to me around prom time and say, yeah, I want my daughter to go with this hot guy. I don't care that he's a bad guy and does bad things. I want my daughter to go with this, or my son to go with this hot girl. I don't care that she's been with a lot of people, whatever. Like I, it's because even society, even parents push people on this looks or everything. But it's not, uh, thankfully, but it's not. Looks are not that. It's more important to have a relationship. It's more important to build on something together. And it's more important to know that you can trust this person. You can share values with this person. I do this message or a version of it every year not to make people feel bad, not to single people out because I will never single people out. See, single people out. But because it is so important, because everyone else in your life and I'm talking movies, TV, friends, they're going to push you in a different way because our society thinks you have to have somebody with you at all times. They think it's not okay if you're single. It's not okay if you're taking your time. It's not okay if you're patient. It's not okay if you love each other, but you're not going here, or you're not doing that, or you're not looking like this. They, they want us to all fit in a box. And if you watch teen movies, you watch college movies, you're going to see depictions of you guys all the same. Like everything's about sex, everything's about this, everything's about that. But in real life, that's not what it is. That's not love. Love is building something together. Love is understanding that even if that relationship breaks up, and I'm not saying go into relationships hoping they break up, but even if that relationship breaks up, you will still be fine with yourself. You're not going to make decisions in a relationship that will affect who you are. They won't change because if you change, for who you're dating, you change for anyone else, you're always going to be changing. You're never going to know who you are. And that is not a way to live. And this scripture says we all think that way. Every single person in the history of time, the strongest Christian you can think of, has had those feelings at the beginning of a relationship or when they see someone and want to go on a date. Like we have those initial thoughts. That's why you have to catch yourself and be like, wait, that's kid thinking. That's Disney thinking. Like, I need to be better than that. I want to build something real. There's nothing wrong with dating and, and, not, and like, you know, just dating and not having boyfriend, girlfriend. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's still important. It's still important to only date people that you would marry. Not because you're going to marry every person you meet, because that's illegal here. But also because uh, you're only dating people who fit that standard so that you're safe, so that you know that you're okay, so that you know that they're trying to build you up the way you're trying to build them up. You know that you're trying to keep your heart safe. It's also okay to not date. If you're not dating anybody, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no rush. You've got your entire life for that. Uh, it, it's more important to be comfortable with who you are. It's more important to grow as a person. It's more important to grow as a Christian. It's more important to do everything you can to be like Jesus. And then the dating, the, the relationships, they'll come. But 
if you just rush it because you, everybody else is around you, then again, you're always going to be rushing it. And you're never going to really find something. And that sucks and it's hard. But let me say this. If you've screwed up already or if you've had a past or if you've not had trouble with, with dating around or whatever, that is not the end either because everyone has a chance to change. Everyone has a chance to grow. Everyone has a chance to be better. However, you cannot change anyone. You can't date someone intending to change them. That's not going to work. But people can change themselves. They can realize the need for it. They can realize the, the call for it. And then they can do better and they can grow. And they can be who they're supposed to be. And they can be who Jesus wants them to be. And, and that's the entire purpose is to do everything we can to be like Jesus, to do everything we can to be more like him in our relationships, in our friendships, in our dating, in everything that we are, because that's what love is, because love is about more than just feeling about attraction. Love is about understanding that everyone has value and that what we do is not who we are, but it goes into defining that as we make choices, as we do better, as we grow. That's all I got.